0: Uh, oh, okay, cool. All right. We're going, so just pick up. Oh, we're recording ready. right now? Yeah, yeah. It, everything looks so different now. It's black. <laughs> That's racist.
1: Straight out of Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC with your host E-Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your pizza. up, because you know you about to get keeks up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy and listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Come straight out of God. And,
0: and hello, everybody out in the DC Universe. Welcome to episode 89 of Straight Outta Gotham, we are a fan of pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by BatmanOnFilm.com. Check out all the other great shows in the network by heading on over to BLF, clicking the drop down, and selecting the show of your choice. It's an utter buffet of shows. Um, everyone loves the Batman Book Club. We all love the Batman Book Club. We know Ryan Lauer is really popular. So you know it is what it is. He's the he's the he's the king. Um, he's our king. He's our king. Ryan Lauer is our king. In a world where kings and queens are dying and being appointed, Ryan Lauer is the king of Batman nerdum. I've just declared it. So there you go. Everyone, Kneel before Lauer. <laughs> I am your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River. I am Peter R. Vera. And today we're recording on September 10th, 2022. And as always, we have a great show for you today. But before I get into the good stuff, I'd like to remind you all of our faithful and amazing listeners to please take the time to rate and review this show on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. And uh, if we read your review on air, uh, you could win, you very well might win a Straight of Gotham prize pack. And uh, everyone's been loving that stuff. So you got to be in it to win it. Please review us, uh, burn us, love us, tell us what we're doing great, tell us what we're doing wrong. Um, if it's just well written, funny, and, uh, you know, if a good jab is a good jab. Uh, now let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the only man who scored nine touchdowns in a high school football game versus Fordham Prep. Ladies and gentlemen, the champion of Long Island, Chaminade's highest flyer, Eric Holzer. <laughs> Thank you, Pete.
1: Yeah, man, I not nine is never. No, I don't think and, I ever. Never be broken. Nine.
0: never be broken.
1: Well, you know what? That's true. Uh, now that I think about it. You you're and correct. Joe DiMaggio have the two like I have, yes. And
0: it's 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 great too because later this evening, uh, News Twelve Long Island at six thirty will broadcast your game for the first time since it happened. So I think that's great. Um, I'm happy that uh, you know people are recognizing you for your achievements to the island and just what you've done. You know, you're you're kind of like Bigfoot. You know, local folklore is something that seems to have died, <laughs> but uh, you have kept it going. So I appreciate that.
1: I wonder how they converted that footage, though. That's what I want to know. That footage was probably on like old silent movie type film stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, old man. it was definitely VHS. It was definitely VHS. I know that. Oh, yeah.
0: But, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, 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 very, it very well may be recorded on Betamax. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a while ago. Uh, the early 90s. Now that I think about it, it was a long time ago. So, uh, yeah. But, no oh, man, my high school football days. I miss those days very much
0: very just, very much in between the tackles eric holsman getting dirty
1: nah just like like saturday mornings like we're recording on saturday so saturday mornings is still i get when i wake when up I saturday I mornings feeling. are
0: important for eric so he spends him with so. the time he spends his time with the people he loves me
1: <laughs> so yeah it's just it's just a memory that what if you play you understand and it's just something that never leaves you so I, I do miss those days big time but uh You know, are you a bigger
0: fan of the phrase taking back Sunday or Friday night lights? Like what applies to you more often?
1: Well, we always played on Saturday.
0: Okay. So neither.
1: So, so yeah. So neither of those would work, Uh, but we did our bigger games are usually on Friday night. So, but that's the crazy thing. Like when I lived down in Florida, Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't believe how big. Uh, high school football is there like they really look, high school sm- football. Yes. These smaller in Texas, all in the South, these smaller towns, they like shut down everything to go watch the high school football game. It's the craziest thing uh, I've ever seen. But um,
0: sounds uh, sounds very varsity blues, huh?
1: It, it is. It's very much like Friday Night Lights, varsity blues, uh, those kinds of southern towns. Where they're not big and they don't may not have you know or can't get to a low the their professional team game or maybe they don't have a college team, but football in the South is is just God to them is just godlike and it's it was so obvious and Florida I was I don't, curious
0: about that why football was so popular in the South, I don't know it really is it, it, it's probably the most, college football probably is like the most popular thing overall
1: yeah college football definitely in the South is king college football is just like, if you've never been to a college football tailgate in, for an SEC, SEC school, you should. You should go. That should be something you want to do in life. How I many you Because been to. my friend, when my friend went to UGA, I went to two, I think, with him. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the, and then I went to, God, I'm trying to remember. Oh, Florida. I went to a couple of the University of Florida tailgates as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, when i live okay. in tampa so i've been to a couple ruckers tailgates i mean i'm not oh. comparing them just saying like that's that's what i've been i'm not I'm not, I'm, I know, I'm not going to florida for a tailgate i'd love to <laughs> now that you mention it i'd like to tailgate actually with bills fans well i feel like that well, yeah. is, uh, <laughs> tailgating I've, I've done tailgating uh with uh oh man have you ever done tailgaters at giants or jets games those guys yes. do a really good thing i like their i like the way they organize stuff that's fun um yeah I, i've actually thought about just going <laughs> tailgate, taking NJ Transit right into Giant Stadium, right to the tailgate, getting wasted, coming back home. <laughs> you know, twenty five dollars, all you can drink, burgers and and beer, just getting wasted. <laughs> like come home, just free party. Hey, in yeah, yeah. You know?
1: A lot of people, you'll be surprised if people actually do that on a weekly basis because there are people who just
0: go for the tailgate and don't ever yeah, step foot in the stadium. I, I'd love to do it. I just so. it's uh, because everything in the Meadowlands has to be screwed up. Uh, NJ getting in and out of NJ transit in the Middlelands isn't easy. They, you just can't get on a, a train and go in and out. They've got to, no. It's a mob back. scene. Yeah.
1: No. It's it's like, crazy. I mean, I've done it, <laughs> it. For as much but... as
0: we like to make fun of Philadelphia and you know New York, New Jersey, like the or certain parts of New Jersey, on a hate on Philly, you know that area with the football field, the baseball field, and the hockey arena. Um, it it's done perfectly with Philly Uh yes. y- Yeah. They they it, getting in and out is a is a breeze uh and uh nothing screws up a parking lot better than a, a gigantic ski slope i'll say that much <laughs> but everyone
1: says that thing is fantastic i haven't been i yet.
0: haven't been inside of it because i'm still bitter about it because you know <laughs> I'm, you know it's I, I think it might be easier for you it took um, forever there's a fantastic documentary on youtube i think it's oh, like abandoned abandoned places or something like that. like It's one of those things where a guy talks about uh uh the um What is it called? American Dream, which I think is like now the second largest mall in the country behind Mm. um, Mall of America. Mall of America, but it's also the emptiest mall in the country. Like there's nothing in it. (laughs) So it's second at first in totally different categories, and it's just from conception, like how when they talk about first doing it and how it's transformed and how it was screwed up, and then. Everything else, and the Giants relocating, change things around because they, you know, <laughs> they moved the parking lot like 15 degrees or mm-hmm. the, the football stadium 15 degrees or whatever it is. Um, it's very, very fascinating. And I was like, how this guy Stanton got a hit? There we go. We're back to normal. Uh, <laughs> so it's very fascinating for those of you who live in the area. Um, I'll post, I'll look it up and I'll post it up from the SOG Twitter account, but uh, it's funny because um, it's just, man. <laughs> The Meadowlands is a waste. <laughs> There's nothing there. And they made it even more miserable than it should have been. <laughs> but they now, built but that the center is actually now a, a film studio, a TV studio. Didn't they, but didn't they
1: build They fixed. Didn't they do half of it? Isn't half of it active now it has like an indoor water park and all this other crap there's
0: stuff in it there's a few short yeah. it, it's still empty though like it it like i think if i'm not mistaken i think it like opened like just before covid got huge
1: yeah my friend went with his kids that's why i know
0: but like apparently like, parking's expensive getting there because like it's like you have to pay toll to get there and if you're coming oh, from, from new york it's even yes. more toll yeah then you have to yes, pay yes. for parking so it's like why yes. am i gonna go to this mall where i have to pay, <laughs> basically pay to enter i
1: know And new jersey has
0: so many malls so it's like yes.
1: It's like the strip ball capital of the world. So, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Xanadu, but it's,
0: American dream. Yep. Look it up. If you don't know I remember the name, it. I remember it was called Zanadu. Yeah.
1: The, uh, but we are talking as well. As you mentioned, we mentioned high school football and college football. It is opening weekend in the NFL, which starts tomorrow. Uh, actually started Thursday. Sorry. Between mm-hmm. the game, between the Rams and the bills and the bills looked pretty damn good. So that's all I have to say.
0: So go the jets will far. not be winning the division anytime soon.
1: That doesn't look like it.
0: So. <laughs> that stinks, man. You go from but, the Patriots to the Bills, you think the Bills will have a good run? It's a matter of how you build your team. Well, the Giants think the Bills guys are the right guys to build a team. That's it.
1: I mean, it's really, that's what it boils down to. It's how you build your team. And, you know, the, the Jets had a chance at Josh Allen. So did the Browns. The Jets, the Browns took Baker Mayfield and the Jets took Sam Darnold. And now there they're both on the same team. Yes. So. <laughs>
0: Torres got a to hit we've got a look at this but there the total goes opposite of yesterday
1: yes pete's watching the yankee game guys so if you get these little interjections <laughs> because i enjoy yankees pain news. and suffering <laughs> we're not going to talk about that live because we took about 10 15 minutes to talk about it before we started recording well so we won't go into it let's just let's just say that the yankees are i think in- we
0: should record that and post like you know straight out of the strike zone and um, have a baseball <laughs> show or straight out of the bullpen it's too much straight out of
1: we have a good
0: but that's our straight out of straight out entertainment that's our brand straight out of entertainment llc that's our brand that's it i just did it
1: Uh, if we do that then we might have we might have to pay nwa some royalties or something
0: really (laughs) they own those two words i don't know
1: i don't know if straight out of is straight out of is i guess we if we switch to out of maybe we could do that
0: oh my god that might work donaldson with a is it a double they're all hitting. This is crazy. Oh my god. It's like it's like June.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Holy crap, we've got back in time.
0: It's like June. They can play baseball uh, again. <laughs> They're not I stupid. Do, I anymore. will say,
1: I will say the Yankees at least did one thing recently, which they always do, which is win a series from the twins. So I'll we'll just put that out there. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> I wish we were still playing them.
1: <laughs> I know, right? I mean, they should have even won the last game, but that's, it's
0: like, uh, oh man, I just—it's always—it's always good when they come in town because it's I like, know. Oh. or you and we, go have, there. we
1: have we 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 have a lot of twins fans who we're friends with, so we're just it's fu- it's all fun, guys. We're just having some fun right now, but um, all right, so let's get into the nitty-gritty of what our show is usually about, <laughs> which of course is fandom news so we're gonna get into it a little bit it's been we've we've it's been a while since we had a show it's been it's a been a while. so uh but we're back and it's been like have, two
0: weeks it's not that long it's
1: been a couple weeks but we have some we always as always we have some news and let's start right away with pete's favorite channel we're gonna start with the cw because that's his favorite channel of all of the TV channels.
0: Well, what, what other channel has like is the home of the DC universe the CW. Universe, it's the so CW. That's,
1: that's his that's his thing. But Pete, you will be sad to find out that the CW is going to be switching their programming from the superheroes and the teen slate to more adult related like comedy shows.
0: One, I so. saw this coming. Two. It sounds ridiculous because we just found out their demographic was like I don't know forty five and older. I know mine. So, <laughs> but I get it. They're talking about the shows they they create. That's like the aspect. That's like the teen, I guess. But um, you know, we all we all just look. We all knew this was coming. The CW is up for sale. Things are changing. Um, they essentially have phased out their superhero shows, so the network is going through a new age, and that's fine. And I've got you know a wonderful selection of CW related superhero shows. We still got a few going on Star Girl, Superman, Lois yes that are yet to end or probably just end up moving entirely um that is to be seen but uh you know i, I enjoy the catalog um you yourself are a cw fan you got you love you some yeah uh you know the best thing about the cw was it had a, it had a very vast menu and i think they covered everything for the most part um you know you got bruce wayne in there you got the bats you got supers you got flash you know you you know green Lan- uh green lantern you got a little green lantern awesome uh, green arrow you got the monitor you got a couple crisis on infinite earths uh you know this it, it, it they did a really good job probably within their budget and whatever they were able to do and i i appreciate it and you know if you if you want to hate on it you can or you can just enjoy it because I, I think it's actually pretty good some things it's, are better than others but overall i I give it a really good run here
1: yeah it's a weird it's still it's kind of a weird dynamic because um warner Brothers- NCBS will still own about twelve and a half percent stake in the in the company, so they will have a connection. But I don't know how they're going to continue if they're going to continue any of the the properties, obviously under with the DC characters. Uh, now specifically, I mean, we originally thought it could, they're going to move to HBO Max. I think eventually they will, and they'll keep those shows going.
0: Well, whenever uh, HBO Max becomes. Like whenever, yeah. you know, like HBO Max isn't going to be here in probably like two years. So It's it, going to be, it's something gonna totally be just...
1: here, and it's just going to be a, a merged thing with Discovery+. Plus. They're going to bring them together. So it's I wonder be if they just
0: keep the name HBO Max. I don't know. I feel like I both, those name, both of those names are pretty well-known. I think HBO might get a little bit of a bump, though.
1: I think you'd want to keep the name HBO somehow in it because that's the biggest brand. HBO, I don't know. So it's the biggest. But I yeah, I don't know. Um so yeah, they're moving on uh Net now um, Next Star bought them, so obviously they're moving on and they're moving on to produce more Dextar. You mean Tross's cat? <laughs> Next Star. Oh. <laughs> so they're moving on with with their program and they, like Pete says, it makes sense. They're trying to hit their their target demographic even though it's crazy that that was the most demographic most watching these shows like that demographic was still watching the CW shows and the teen dramas yeah so what does that say fanboys. right so what does that say about the direction but whatever and you're right if this is the end of the DC Arrowverse as we know it uh, it to me it did a lot to expand the brand especially for characters that weren't getting the love on the big screen so
0: there were a know. lot of people who would tell me they would watch Flash where I was very surprised they watched any sort of superhero show yeah you know, I remember one time my friend Maritza was telling me about it. I was like, she was, and she was really into it. Like she, she was, you know, don't get me wrong. She's not reading comics, but she was watching this show. And this was like at one point her favorite show. And she was telling me storylines. I was like, I was like, wow, you really got into this. Like This is great. Normal people love the it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, and like we said famously with Gotham, even though both of us didn't really care for yeah. the show it has a legion of idiots, of fans. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. It has a legion of fans who, and that could have brought them to Batman and introduced them to Batman. And now they might be huge Batman fans. Yeah. You just hope them, they so.
0: found better Batman. Right. You just, you <laughs> so know. If you found Denny O'Neill at some point.
1: It's like their gateway. If that's their gateway drug into Batman, that's okay. I We could kind of reconcile <laughs> that. Like,
0: so. Imagine like Batman treating like, he's a gateway drug, treating Batman like weed. Like you ever see Batman on Gotham man like John Stewart? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well speaking sticking with since you ever I brought see Batman
0: up Batman superpowers man I have <laughs> old man look at my life.
1: but uh speaking since we brought up Gotham um uh, the trailer for season 3 of Pennyworth was released that we watched uh, we both you watched know what the man? Show. I think I got to go back and rewatch some Pennyworth dude this trailer is Austin Powers, James Bond, like all these things <laughs> mixed into one trailer.
0: I think you hit the nail on the head there, uh, combining the two, uh, the spies there. Yeah, I was really impressed with what I saw. Uh, here's the thing, man. Like I don't, I just still don't know what Epics is. You know, like I had no way of getting Epics. I never like I don't channel surf that much anymore. I'm more of a streamer. But when I did, when Pennyworth was around, like, I didn't know what channel it was on. It was a paid channel. So okay, so. Just, or is it was kind of limited in its audience? I thought I know Joe Forno loves the show; he would rave about it. And uh, I, because of him, I'm like, "All right, I'll watch it." You know, I'll, I'll just, but like I got to figure out a way to watch it. And I believe the first two seasons are on HBO Max now.
1: Yes, yeah, it's all going to. So
0: you know, and I recently they just did a comic Pennyworth because I don't watch the show. I don't know if it ties into the TV show. Mm-hmm. And I thought the comic was really good. I talked about it on the Batman Book Club with our King Ryan Lauer. Um, so I think. You know, it's time for me to crack that open, and maybe we'll do some—I don't know—straight out of Pennyworth, or uh, straight out of England, straight out of the UK, <laughs> and uh, we'll you know do some—you know—we'll do something funny with that, and maybe uh, we'll do some retro reviews of Pennyworth. I don't know.
1: I watched season one, and I liked it. You I did. I didn't watch season two. People, <clears> I mean, it's funny because
0: like I remember it being announced from the people who came up with Gotham, and I'm like, oh god, yeah. This but is then, supposed to be yeah, a,
1: prequel. a prequel of Sean Pertwee's Alfred. Which is so, one of the highlights of the show, right? He was that. one of the better parts of the show, yeah, so yeah. right, so so yeah, so I mean, that's what I said. To, started watching because I'm like, oh, I know the character a little bit. Obviously, what he became, and we saw some of the with with Bruce in Gotham. We saw some of his did, training did we, come did out. We
0: talk much about so, Alfred's past in Gotham. Did that come up a lot? Like we, I, I feel like we knew the basic that they were going with, like Secret Service type spies type thing. Um, but we don't really know anything that happened, so I, I don't know if you remember no. anything.
1: And this year, it seems like they're bringing in Patrick Wayne.
0: Uh, who's that? Like Bruce's uncle? Is,
1: no, he's not Bruce's uncle. He's Thomas's father. He's Bruce's grandfather.
0: Oh, really? In I, the, yeah. Okay. In the
1: trailer for Pennyworth. So, cause he's, cause you see Patrick Wayne come in and he says, my son thinks you're the best spy type guy for this kind of a job. And he goes, Oh really? So, and in the previous seasons of Gotham, he has met Thomas. I mean, of, of Pennyworth, he's met Thomas Wayne. So that's
0: who he's talking about. Hmm. Okay. And, uh, I yeah. got to check it out, man. It it just, it looks interesting. And, uh, to be honest, I still kind of got a bond kick going. Like I'm still like, you know, yeah, I feel like this could kind of scratch that itch a little bit. Yep. So.
1: Yeah, it has the it has the seriousness of the James Bond theme, and also some of the jokiness of the Austin Powers. So that's why I said bringing them kind of together in this show. But the trailer was excellent, so I'm interested again. So I'm going to give that a watch uh, going forward. <clears throat> All right, sticking with um, TV DC TV news, we know that Superman and Lois lost Jordan Elsis, who was playing who played Jonathan Kent. Well, they have recast with Michael Bishop, Australian actor Michael Bishop. He will be taking over the role. Of Jonathan Kent, so we were just—I remember when we talked about this first time. You were like, maybe he's going to go away for a while and come back in the future. But no, that's not what they decided to do. Uh, they recast the role. Um, I don't know this kid, uh, so I don't know what he's done before or what he's been in. Um, he, apparently he's been some on a show on the Disney Channel. That's all I know. So you love Disney. Uh, I again you do. I and he—he's did you rewatch The Little Mermaid
0: last night? Excuse me. I thought you re- rewatched The Little Mermaid last night. No, I thought you did. I think you told yeah. me you did.
1: Although The Little Mermaid is a fantastic movie, <laughs> but i, I did I not believe watch. They just,
0: their, their live action remake. I believe they just released a couple stills the other day.
1: Yes, they did.
0: Maybe that's what so, it was. Maybe that's what you're talking about. You know, I know you're. I know you're a big Ariel guy. So, hey,
1: I like quality stuff. The Little Mermaid's a quality movie. What are say? <laughs>
0: How could you, you remember the penis cover <laughs> inside the the, In the, the tower of the castle? The castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Big deal. Subliminal messages that, that all everyone picks out and finds yeah. out at Disney movies <laughs> and art.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, like squeaky clean.
1: Squeaky I know, right? Clean. So there we go. We have our, we have our Jonathan Kent. So guys, we will be uh, getting,
0: I, I don't know anything about this guy like you. They don't really look like the same no, they don't, not at like, all. outside of their hair. They both kind of have that curly hair. Um, It's going to be interesting because I thought this kid who originally played Jonathan Kent was actually the best actor on the show. I thought he really gave the best performance out of everyone. I was really impressed by what he did. Um, Mostly because I feel like, you know, he dealt with a lot of uh, turmoil personally or whatever. Like I wouldn't even say that he's just really trying to figure it out. You know, everything with that girl and the drugs kind of like, I was like, Oh man, like I kind of feel for this kid. Like he's making a lot of dumb moves, but he's a young kid. He's doing, you know, he's growing up, he's learning, you know, it it was interesting. And I thought uh, he did the most in the show that I found the most interesting. Um, So when, to find out he was leaving, was kind of a bummer, but we'll see what happens again. You know I don't know what's in store for Jonathan. We don't know how many episodes he's in. So uh, we'll see what they do with it. Uh, but, I wonder uh, if they do
1: like when he steps on the stage, they do like uh, Jonathan Ken is now being played like a voiceover. I've heard that in shows before where they've recast people like they bridge in his name and then the show just picks up from there. So I don't know, but uh, okay. it'll be, yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch, uh, see the casting. It's always kind of weird because uh, obviously the chemistry was built with the with Elsis, and now they're gonna have to redo it with this new cast so this new cast member so we'll see um but it, he should be better than the guy who plays jordan because that guy's terrible so let's just continue and <laughs> he's not a good actor yeah i'm, sorry. I'm, I'm
0: not a big jordan's I, I'm, not, I'm not a big jordan fan on the show i love the show uh it's definitely his yeah, best one watching superman but um yes yeah jordan's a little weird All right,
1: so let's move a little bit now to the big screen. As we know, Blue Beetle has wrapped filming and Sholo Maraduena, uh, who's playing Jaime Reyes. uh, Great job pronouncing
0: his name, by the way. Huh? Great job pronouncing his name.
1: Thank you. Um, Recently did an interview with with THR and also includes his Cobra Kai character, uh, Miguel Reyes. And I actually started watching season five of Cobra Kai last night uh
0: and you've been different. watching from the beginning correct
1: yes i've been watching from the beginning and i have to say this season so far is not good
0: <laughs> is this the first knock uh
1: i don't know i mean I, i've been the show has been very hit or miss for me throughout its existence so it's always a possibility that i wasn't going to like this season and it's been season-based like i've liked certain seasons and the other ones i just hate it uh i think the material they're attacking this season is good i just don't to me, they've upped the cheese factor even more, and the show was cheesy enough to begin with. So, if you're not outside of the Johnny Lawrence character, which is always consistently funny, I just don't really—I'm not caring caring much for this season. But he's—he's he's good. He's one of the bright spots and bright spots of the show. Always good actor. So they were asking him about playing Blue Beetle. Um, very humble kid. Uh, you know, very. Uh, they explain the process of how he got the job, how he was brought to a lunch with Walter Hamada and Hamada meets him at the door is kind of explaining him what's going on. And he didn't, he had an audition. He hadn't seen one line of script Mm -hmm. and then they go, he takes him to the table and then everyone else is there for the production of the film. And they tell him he got the film and he just kind of breaks down and starts crying. And it was a cute little story. Uh, but I feel like the role is in good hands. Uh, I, obviously, I can speak to it more, Pete. You, have, you don't watch Cobra Kai, so no. But obviously, he talks about you know how the importance of the character being a, a Latino <clears throat> superhero and how important that is to him and to the to for representations of community. So it's a pretty cool um, interview. So, Pete, what did you think of the interview?
0: I thought it was nice. I thought it was it was kind of cool. It, it it's it's nice to see something written really well. Uh, uh, like nice about Walter Hamada because I feel like a lot of times I just read these stupid tweets about people attacking him Mm -hmm. and I thought what he did with uh with this young man was very was fun and especially for someone to get finally get like you know the big role right like I'm sure Cobra Kai was big he seems to just be like excelling you know bigger and bigger like Cobra Mm -hmm. Kai was huge now he's in Blue Beetle he's he's you know he gets to wear his own CGI (laughs) suit and you know save the day so I'm sure that's really exhilarating for um for this young man and you know um I don't watch Cobra guys. So I have no idea uh, of his range and what he's able to do, but you know, my, uh, I'm happy uh, for the, uh, the production of the film. I'm glad I'm glad it got bumped up to, from HBO max to theatrical. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. And I can't wait to see what this looks like on, on the big screen. Cause you know, m- the only real blue beetle i ever really got into was Jaime Reyes on, on injustice. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, <laughs> it'd be fun to see him do some of those things. That's really my only, only real reference. Um, I have for this character. I, I remember I read um, a Blue Beetle. Uh, this was Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle crossover with Green Arrow in Green Arrow's books around like 2006, 2007. It was okay. like a two issue crossover. But that's all I really got about Blue Beetle, um, and it's really all I got about Green Arrow too, to be honest. With you, outside of what he's <laughs> in Green Lantern books, uh, so um, I'm just interested because again, this is a character I don't know too much about. I kind of, you know, I, I know what I need to know based on shows like. Uh, Uh, young justice and video games like injustice and things and brave and the bold uh he was he was in that i believe he was in the first couple episodes or first episode so um he's not a character that i read often but a character that i want to learn about and i'm excited to see a fresh new character get a a a silver screen debut
1: yeah i agree this is a you know it's always risky when you take um take chances with unknown characters but i feel like this character is going to resonate I feel like him being in Cobra Kai at, <clears throat> on this show that's been so successful is going to help Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry, guys. Jeez, coli. Yeah, exactly. I think I, I might actually have it, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a cool thing. Going forward, we've had a lot of this going on, obviously, in in the superhero realm with with Black Panther being such a huge success. Uh, Wonder Woman first, getting her first movie in her 75-year iteration, which still boggles my mind. But obviously, the, having that first female character in that movie being such a hit.
0: Yeah, they did, uh, you did have the TV show, though. She had a very long-running TV show that's very loved.
1: Yes. I mean, before before Gal, Linda Carter was Wonder yeah. Woman. Right? And to, for many people, she still is. So... You know it's going to be, but I, th- you're right. The, everything he's talking about, everything he says in this interview is very, very cool. Uh, he even, he even gives props to Iron Man, which is, you know, probably was a rough part for you, Pete, but he does give props, <laughs> props to Iron Man, uh, in it his, in it is answer about what's going to make Blue Beetle unique and how Iron Man made it cool to be a nerd, a comic nerd. Those movies, that oh, movie God. made it cool. So yeah, well, so I will
0: say this: without Iron Man, we probably wouldn't be where we are today. 2008's a very big year. Just because I don't yeah. like the character in his movies doesn't mean I can't acknowledge that.
1: Well, you had Iron Man and The Dark Knight in the same year.
0: So. Yeah, we did. Two thousand eight was a big year, man. Pretty, 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 pretty big year. That's pretty much the the year that changed everything. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, you're 100 correct. Definitely did. Nolan. So a movie that I Nolan. think is going the movie that I think a movie that I think is going to change things again. Oppenheimer. I mean,
0: Nolan.
1: <laughs> Nolan. <laughs> Not Oppenheimer. Nolanites unite! Nolan not... Nolanites unite! No Nolan, not now. We're not going oh. to Nolan right now. No, <laughs> not not. We're we're going with we're sticking. We're gonna go to Todd Phillips instead. And We're gonna talk about the the Joker sequel. Ooh. Um. So yeah. So as we know, the Joker sequel is a musical. That's what we know so far. We know that uh, Lady Gaga has been cast to play Harvey Quinn. You know, that. which is
0: incredible. Watch exactly. out, Margot Robbie.
1: That's going, to be a, that's going to be amazing. I'm sure she's going to lend her musical talents to the film outside of just singing. She might write some songs. I have to imagine that's going to be the case. I'm very
0: interested to see how people react to a new Harley Quinn, not necessarily replacing a Harley Quinn, but in addition to. Like, I'm, I'm interested to see how that works, how the fans jibe with it.
1: Yeah, that's going to be an interesting thing to watch, uh, especially with someone like her playing the role. It's going to be interesting to watch. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, we also know recently that both Brendan Gleeson and Catherine Keener have been added to the cast. We do not know what roles they're playing. Uh, we know Zazie Beetz also will be returning. So she'll be coming back to play Sophie. I believe the, the neighbor's name was in the movie. So that. So the movie seems to be rounding into form.
0: Dude, this cast is really good.
1: The casting right, is right. It's fantastic. Is really good. Like those and two it's coming in about two years. Two years from now, we'll be getting
0: it. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm wondering if, is, is everybody else singing? <laughs> or is it just the two of them? Like, when are they together? Are they sing. Like, I can't. I, so many questions. And the fact that it's a musical, because I'm like, oh, this opens up just a lot. So many questions. So many questions. <laughs> you know, a little Riddler there. It's just yeah, slightly. I'm excited. Like, this is how, like, you know, we, we. I thought, from what I remember, Eric, we were always like, Leave Joker alone, let it be a standalone, yeah. let it be its own thing But like, To come up with an idea the way Phillips and company has Really means they care it, the, the, You know, it's not like a Batman Forever to Batman and Robin Where like Goldsman's just like cut and paste, two face to freeze You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, bank job to a museum Dinosaurs for, <laughs> for uh, vaults You know, it's not that, it's not like a rush job Right. Like he thought about this he had he has an idea he genuinely has a plan taught the, the the phillips verse has its own plan it's all in his head and he knows what it is and I, i'm excited for it you know he has yeah, an idea I, like it, it, it and i think it's very interesting yeah
1: the, when we first talked about this film uh possibly getting a sequel i remember after joker when when the first leak that oh he, there might be a sequel we were kind of like no it doesn't need one
0: yeah no, we were as, kind of against it. it is.
1: And I don't think I would be as interested if it weren't a musical. I that think, was the
0: first thing. Yeah, when they said musical, and then when they cast Gaga, when they cast Gaga, I got really into it. I'm yeah. like, whoa, okay, that's a lot of talent between the two of them. Like, it's, she's not going to get chewed up by him. No, you know, like he's not going to like eat up screen time, and you know, like she's a powerhouse in herself.
1: Yes. So it's gonna be yeah. It's, this movie this could blow. Be... This
0: movie could either be like the end all be all, or it's just going to just disappoint the hell out of us.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I think it's a very ambitious swing uh, that he's going for here, but, and it's either Like you said, it's either going to be fantastic and people are going to love it. Probably more Oscar talk, or it's going to be a complete bomb and people are going to hate it. Uh, Because the first film, as much as critics liked it, uh, it it was kind of divisive amongst fans. So, you know,
0: um, well, it's like, well, where's Batman? You know, like it, people. It's people are just so caught up on tradition. They're married to yes, they're married to their. You know, this yeah. is this is a far take, but I think it's I think it's very accurate of the Joker. Um, but everything else of it is is kind of in its own world.
1: So it's going to be a, a fun time covering this for the next two years. I think we're going to have a good time when, the more information we get about it. We have no plot details yet, but there was a little bit of a rundown and, and we threw it into the show because the, of the two castings of Brendan Gleeson and Katherine Keener. So uh, it's going to <clears throat> it's going to be an uh, interesting two years, I believe, with this one.
0: I can't wait. This is a movie. I didn't think, I, I like I said, I didn't think I was going to want this and now I really want to see this thing.
1: I'm with you. So I just, it's so
0: funny. I was like the guy who made Due Date. You know, I like Todd Phillips movies. I think they're good. Like his movies crack me up.
1: The Hangover, yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, so. um, like I just never expected him to do, because Joker's tough to watch. I I like Joker. It's... I think it's a really fascinating movie, and I dig it. But it, it's it's a tough watch. It, it is. Just is, you it's know. A
1: very. I say that all the time. Like I can watch it again. But it's not a movie that I run back to to watch again.
0: Like I watch the Batman every day. Like I put it on, I fall asleep to it. It's just on. You know, like it's 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 on. I, I watch the Batman probably every other day, if not every day. Hmm. I didn't know that. Oh, it's amazing. It's great. <laughs> well, you know, it's now what your second favorite Batman movie behind '89 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, and you weren't excited for it. Like it's tremendous. You know, you I you did the whole I'm like Lois Lane before. thing. What? You, you did. The, you went to low, You did the whole Lois Lane Woodburn thing, and then you know you, 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 you <laughs> that doesn't know.
1: mean I wasn't excited for it. Uh, I was trying to find out if other people were excited for it, not me.
0: You, yeah, you could kind of I was. Was, I was That's, that's a grouch move. It. It's a grouch move. No one wants to do that. You know, okay. Hey, you. You excited for this? No. Well, let me tell you. What, you know, there are stories on. that need to
1: be told, Pete, and they're not always happy ones. That's all I'm going to say. So. What?
0: Oh God! You are <laughs> such an Eeyore <laughs> me what are you talking about i just you like telling the truth like rain right? cloud on you anyway rain wraps falling on my head let's move on Can't on long um, island the jets are gonna be dead after week one and we're done <laughs> are you done I'm, Wait,
1: I'm waiting for you to be done that's what i waited for are you done <laughs> Because
0: Because I want to get
1: to the next story Because there's a search that isn't done Which we thought was done And we even reported on possibly being done And now it's not Uh Oh,
0: Yes, I'm talking about Dan
1: Lin, obviously Uh Uh, Dan Lin was in talks to become the DC Chief And he is no longer in talks for the top job Because apparently it has something to do With his commitments to his production company Ride Back And how to integrate Warner Brothers Discovery into it so um, there was one scenario where they, they're um, Warner Brothers Discovery might have taken an equ- equity stake into this production company, but that didn't happen. So as of now, Dan Lynn will not be taking over and it doesn't appear that he will be at all. Uh, so like I've said and you said, we we both think that we should just they should just give him out of the job and stick with him. Um, I think he deserves it. I think he earned it. But dan lynn will not be be taking the job so
0: next <laughs> like okay yeah uh um, you know it, it's it's is it a bummer kind of um because this guy seemed to have a real passion for it he's been connected to other projects in the past just like mortal uh lego batman movie so on and so right. forth um but we don't know what would have happened down the line maybe he had some horrible ideas who knows but it's uh, the the search is ongoing. Um, there will be a you know new head of DC Films at some point, and who knows? Maybe uh maybe Walter does get his way back in a good graces. I don't know. It seems to be no one wants his job, <laughs> and maybe he doesn't want it either after everything he's gone through. So uh, yep. It just here we go uh, on to the next one. Who's the next candidate? Um, kind of yeah.
1: It, it's kind of weird that no one wants it though. To me, uh. You know, it's kind of, to me, I look at these things like sports coaching jobs. Like in the NFL, there's 32 teams, 32 You always jobs.
0: take the, the head coaching job.
1: Right? You want the job. And to me, this is just kind of weird because they're not asking you to head like some crappy, <laughs> you know, well, IP, right? Like these, this, you're talking about DC, which is
0: this a crappy IP. So, huh? In the eyes of the general audience, this is the crappy IP. Marvel's the good IP and this is the crappy one.
1: The crappier one, <laughs> I will say it's crappy because
0: they. I don't had, think it is, but like in the eyes had some of most hits, people,
1: obviously they've had hits, and and if you throw the Batman and and Joker under it, like we were just talking about, obviously they've had some major hits, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Uh, so yeah, I mean they've had hits in the studio, so it's not it's not as bad. It's not Marvel, of course. That that's that no one could have predicted that, and that's taken on a life of its own, and now it's kind of bigger than the genre itself. So. It's not that, but I mean, if it were me or anyone who has passion for these characters, and and is in Hollywood already, I don't see why they're not asking to be.
0: leduca's you. name comes up a lot. I know he's 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 with he's like leading the way for the search. But what if it's kind of like a Dick Cheney search? Yeah, well, you know when like you know Bush was like he goes to Cheney, find me a vice president. And then Cheney comes back. Well, you're best candidate to me. <laughs> After a thorough investigation, I've concluded that I am your, your best candidate for to be your running mate. And maybe it's something like that. Maybe DeLuca's going through these interviews, and he's just, hey, look, I, I honestly think I'm the best guy for the job.
1: Yeah, I, I that's possible. It's possible that he winds up taking it. Uh, I just, I just can't believe. I mean, I don't know. I in the beginning,
0: Berlanti's name was thrown around. He's doing his thing. He's already got, you know, he's got his hand in a lot of things right now. I don't know if he wants to add more to that.
1: I'm just, I'm just like thinking of guys who we know have been successful.
0: And I've already seen what Berlanti wants in to
1: this do. space.
0: So like, but, I don't know if Berlanti's handcuffed by the CW at all, but like, I've already seen what Berlanti, like I don't need Berlanti's super teams everywhere. I've already got that one way and I'm happy to have it. I just don't need uh, that on the silver screen.
1: I think he could do more. That's the thing. I think he was just working within the confines that he had. Very possibly. Very possibly. So you know, I, and I wonder also if DC or the the, this, the WB Discovery team would actually look to Marvel in-house in Marvel and pluck someone from there
0: uh, to do it.
1: It happens in comics all the time. Why can't it? <laughs> why can't it happen with the films? Like,
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, no. I mean. <laughs> Somebody's got a hot defense. Everyone's that defensive coordinator. Exactly. You know, next year's their head coach. Uh, well, I mean, who, who's Feige's right-hand man? Like, who are I don't you, know. you going to poach? Like, we don't even know who that guy is.
1: I mean, I originally, when everything had happened with the suicide squad, we all thought that maybe James Gunn would kind of be in for that kind of a thing. But
0: I, I don't know if I want Gunn's humor all over everything. So sometimes that could be a little bit too much for me. Well,
1: just as we were talking about Todd Phillips, Pete, these guys are more creative than just doing one thing, right?
0: No, they are, but, uh, like, there's always, like, James Gunn has a certain style of storytelling, and I don't think he's, whether you want to tone down the obnoxiousness and the rudeness, that's one thing, but I feel like a James, I know what I'm in for for a James Gunn movie, you know? There's going to be some funny stuff, there's going to be some crazy fight scenes, there's going to be some emotional stuff, you know, like, I know what, I know the storytelling that that man does. Um, he but has this a very wouldn't... distinct style, so like I don't know if I want that across a wider universe, where I was I would enjoy that in specific parts. But this wouldn't be him
1: making the films. That's what I mean. Like I just I'm trying to think of guys. But who like
0: have... but, but when you're comparing it to Marvel, Feige's hands on and all these things, man. Like a lot of these things come from him. So like when you, when you want that person in there, I don't there... think
1: the ideas come from him.
0: I think the through
1: line comes from him. Okay. Like, I think, I think when they hire directors, like, yeah, you, you're playing in our sandbox. So these, these are the things you have to kind of stick with. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he says, this is, you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. Like, I don't think it's like that. Um, I, th- obviously there's been instances of that. Cause there are some directors that have spoken about how sometimes it's hard to stay with color within those lines. But I think that directors have a little bit more freedom than what's publicly think thought about in the MCU because I don't think Ryan Coogler does his movies if he has those that kind of those kinds of restrictions
0: no but the Russos do the Russos are so. told what to do <laughs> well if that's out.
1: the case if that's the case then the what they've done in the MCU has been pretty damn good so well it's because it comes from somebody else what are you gonna do you just are so mean when it comes to them wow man they're they're, they're frauds You're, you are so mean interesting very interesting all right so there's been a there's been a one ongoing story that we've been covering for a while and of course it's the ezra miller one but this is not a bad thing guys we're just a story came out uh he's in another movie right now that's actually been shown at the toronto independent film festival um international film festival sorry uh which Dali dolly land which is a piece on salvatore Dali, where where miller plays the younger version of the character ben kingsley plays the older salvatore Dali, and they spoke to to, to the director mary Harron, and she's like the movie's finished we're showing it here they were showing it at the festival which has actually happened already uh and she wasn't pulling him from the film So the good thing that came out from it, though, she said nothing bad happened during the film. He was he was good and she's not condoning, obviously, anything that that Ezra did. But and she hopes he gets the help he needs and an intervention was needed. But the film is the film. So I think we put that into this case with The Flash, which we also know was done shooting. If people were still kind of worried about it, I wouldn't be. That's all I'm going to say about this little piece coming out. It's kind of Yeah,
0: it's it's just good to hear someone talk positively about Ezra because right. uh, I feel like he's been, you know, he's been in a lot of negative headlines lately. Um they say the work relationship's good, and there's nothing on set that they saw between him and any of the members of the cast and all that jazz. So Ezra pretty much checks out there and, you know, she says, "Hey, look, he just he just needs a little help." Um right. so someone's, you know, speaking positively to Ezra and, you know, it's it's just nice to hear because, you know, You don't want to think the guy's totally lost it. You know, just fall off his rocker and just go crazy, right? No one wants that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and this apparently was filmed during COVID. Bad stretch. Yeah. So it wasn't that long ago uh, that this movie was filmed. So it's just, you're right. It was nice to hear someone say something positive.
0: (laughs) It makes me think of this stuff is whatever went on with Ezra is it's kind of just a bad... A bad period, like it's like, oh, he's not really this whacked out dude who's just going around doing this crazy stuff, breaking into like, you know, someone's house for peppermint schnapps, um, you know. So it's you know, everyone goes through their rough patches, and hopefully he gets his his head down straight.
1: Yep. So we will continue to bring more. Ezra Miller information as it comes guys hopefully going forward until the flash it's all positive I would love
0: not to talk about Ezra Miller until the next flash trailer to be honest with you <laughs> right I agree I would, I'm i kind of there with you so
1: alright let's bounce back to James Gunn a bit because he had there was an interesting little uh, I guess it was an interview it Was it kind of a Twitter he kind of did a, qu- a Twitter Q&A type deal
0: something like that yeah that's right? what I would call it
1: yep and a fan asked him if you, as a director, have an actor who isn't working out for any number of reasons, do you talk to them and give them a chance, or do you quick trigger quick trigger, and recast? So he says, if it's their temperament and it's serious, I'll immediately recast. Life is too short for assholes, which is basically what he said. Same if they're repeatedly very late, which I hate or unprepared. I have a long list of actors, A-list or otherwise, I'll never work with for these reasons. I imagine he's talking about Jared Leno, because I think the two of them hate each other. <laughs> Well, that's for a different reason, but yes. But but if it's performance-related and they're pulling putting their all into it, I'll do everything on my end to make it work until it's absolutely clear the quality of the project will be perceivably harmed if we don't recast. This can happen with really talented actors who just don't fit. So I think that's cool. I think that most directors would probably say something similar.
0: But Hey, it didn't work out. Like, what's his name in uh, Back to the Future, right? <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, Eric Stoltz, right. Yeah. But Pete... You mentioned Jared Leto. Are there any A-list actors you think might have gun by other ones that Gunn might have issues with that <laughs> that
0: you wouldn't? Well, would have it, kinda, with? it's kind of. It's kind of like you look at as James Gunn is a guy who usually hires. He's kind of like Adam Sandler and Tim Burton. Like his guys are always yeah. in his movies. Michael Rooker, um, so on and so forth, yep. uh, always end up in a James Gunn movie. Um, you look at the guys who have been in a James Gunn movie, and then never have been in another James Gunn movie. So I don't know. I'd have to look at uh, his filmography and see who has and hasn't had repeat appearances. Like, you know, like Johnny Demp's always in Tim Burton movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like. Uh, it, I'm trying to think trying of to A-list
1: think. guys, though, that he or uh, actors or actresses. that Maybe he, Kurt Russell. <laughs> wouldn't work. <laughs> well, he
0: did work with him. He once, as far as I know. He's not an A-list actor to me, is he? Uh, no. Historically. Is he? You don't think so? You don't think Kurt Russell's A-list? I don't know. He, I mean, in his prime, he was.
1: Like, A-list, I think of, like, Julia Roberts and just these fantastic, you know, super actors
0: that the mere na- mention of their name. And their, Has anyone and ever been love. recast in Guardians? No. I'm trying to think, of like, franchises. Mm-hmm. Um No, I mean, you know, obviously, I, you
1: Will Smith, I guess, technically is an A-list actor. I don't know if I'd put him there, but. You know, he seemed he worked with him, and he would have worked with him again if they could have made it work out.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out, but uh, you know, I don't know. it's it's probably you know, <laughs> there's probably more lower level people that he probably doesn't want to work with than probably a list talent, right? You think? Because uh, I don't know. You just <laughs> it's probably people we don't know. We're we're thinking of like movie stars well you that's know, who probably A-list like a, is. A, a dp that he doesn't like or uh you know so you know, and i'm sure that that's the case though like you know like when you're in a production you're probably oh god i gotta work with this guy this guy sucks i hate his attitude he's always late and he always eats the last donut you know like it's like <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that would seem like yes the the last donut thing would seem like it would bother gun as well um <laughs> uh, i just never forget the fandom thing where of uh, last year before the obviously the suicide squad, the one before the suicide squad where he had the panel that with all the actors in the movie that were there and it was kind of like a Brady bunch setup. They all had like their faces on the, it was to, to see him interact with them. It was fantastic. Like that. I would love to be in a project with him. If he was directing, I think it'd be a blast, but
0: I would, I would love to see you in Joker too. Actually, <laughs> I would love to hear you sing. Oh, maybe okay. like Joker's about to like, I don't know, slice and dice you. And then you're like, you try to convince him with song, you know, he's you know, like Joaquin's just saying, telling you how he's going to just cut you up and gut you. And you're like, no Joker, Singing in the rain. I'm Holzman in pain. The oh, Joker's Jesus. Joker's insane. Holzman in the rain. I don't think Sing that. Singing in the rain. Holzman propane. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, see, Eric, I could be on American Idol too. Don't put it in. Please don't put, that, please don't put that in the movie.
1: Todd Phillips, if you're listening. <laughs> please do not.
0: If he is. I mean, you can put me in the movie, be, yes. How would be fault. to drive, like, I don't know, Joker driving past Holzman propane?
1: <laughs> I love how you just try tried to start rhyming things that with rain.
0: Yes, exactly. Oh, boy. Holes for propane. Joker's insane. Can you turn up (laughs) Mudvayne?
1: Okay, well, (laughs) as we know, guys, even though officially it's not the end of summer, smooth sack summer is slowly coming to an end. If you haven't been scaping for the summer sun, it's not too late to sweep your sack of those pesky pubes. As summer comes to an end and we enter fall, keep your boys clean and fresh just in time for the fresh ball fall. The leader in the the below-the-waist grooming is here to make sure your pubes feel smoother than a beach ball and smell fresher than your girl's pumpkin spice. That's such a weird line. Start the new season the right way and join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free shipping... Free worldwide shipping, sorry, with the code Gotham at manscaped.com. Um I, you know, to pull behind the curtain and a little bit. I did some manscaping this
0: morning. Do you have pumpkin spice pubes? <laughs> I don't, thank God. Uh dude, that might be that might be worth it actually. Well, love maybe we can get
1: yeah, maybe we should pitch to the Manscaped people to create pumpkin that. spice ball deodorant? Yes. That's a good idea.
0: I'm a genius you are i know i know you
1: are. you're not so good at a songwriter but you're a genius when it comes to this
0: stuff
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right well guys don't forget about the performance package 4.0 which has everything you need it has the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer the crop preserver ball deodorant the crop reviver toner and you get a pair of the boxer briefs which pete and i have told you are fantastic oh god they're so comfortable they're so comfortable so awesome. Now they also have shears, which is a luxury nail grooming kit. This kit includes a stainless steel nail cutters, tweezers and grooming scissors with performance package. Your balls will be ready to impress, but make sure you cover the rest with the shears 2.0 as well. So they have that in it as part of this package. So guys, we've been talking about Manscaped. It's been a really great partnership. We actually uh, just re-upped with them. So it's been fun doing these bits. And as you guys know, uh i stand well at least i'll stand by the products I people too they're fantastic that scent is just unbelievable the lip balm
0: too actually which is probably you know my lips are getting a little chapped with the, kind of like the change of weather recently mm-hmm. lip balms are coming in handy
1: yeah so i mean that's another thing you get the lip balm that's what their other package we i think we've talked about or just the little things spray. like that they
0: do really good like it's weird like manscaped you, you know you're clearly thinking about your balls but um you know the underwear and the lip balm can't be slept on
1: yeah and it's like i I remember when this company first started being talked about i think i saw them on shark tank when they first started so this is way back when is that, that when they started i think way back when it began is the first time i saw them and i just laughed it was so funny but i mean it's something that guys don't really talk about so it's cool that they kind of put Jet it out there like
0: man i've been buying like a second razor yeah. I have my own razor from my my, 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 <laughs> uh, my pubes.
1: Yes, yeah, so, I mean, you know, something we don't really talk about. So the fact that they're, they put it out there and they've kind of forced us to was awesome.
0: They've so, made it mainstream. Uh, pubes are mainstream now.
1: Yep. Pubes are mainstream. But guys, remember, if you want to keep everything, you know, in order down there, you'll get 20% off from free shipping with the code Gotham at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code Gotham at Manscaped.com keep things smooth and fresh as we say sayonara to smooth ball summer and enter fresh ball
0: fall. And don't forget that lawnmower 4.0 has a, has a headlight, so you get to see everything. Yep, you could do it in the dark. No you, excuse. Um, I still would use more light. More light the better, but, you know, Eric's he's risky. <laughs> well, maybe you, could,
1: maybe you could. No, nah, I'm not going to say this part. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. We'll move it right along. we're going to go from Manscaped to She-Hulk. How about that? (laughs) Twerk away. So, yeah. So,
0: Pete, just really quick overall. How are you enjoying She-Hulk? I haven't watched this week's episode yet, but I will get to it. I was able to watch. Thursday's a really great day for TV. You got Mm -hmm. Stargirl, Harley, and She-Hulk. And uh, I'm caught up on two of the three. So just the nature of things go. But uh, I I think it's the most faithful uh, adaptation from Pages screen ever, to be honest with you. Okay i'm really surprised with everything they've done um even the cgi looks good i would have went with a more traditional we, we all know i wanted the ferrigno uh she-hulk <laughs> uh but uh I, I think this is cool even ruffalo has been enjoyable in his in his appearances so overall i'm loving she-hulk
1: it's kind of a, been more of a mixed bag for me uh i really like the early stuff the last two episodes i haven't loved so much but
0: i'll say there's only three episodes there's four. are oh okay. I believe. I don't remember
1: Yeah, I think there's four. So, but I'm in. I'm enjoying it enough that I'm not getting. I haven't stopped watching it. Right. I haven't said like, no, I'm not going to keep going with this. Uh, some of it's very good. Uh, I think the performances are fantastic. Um, I think she's fantastic. Tatiana Maslany's been, been. She's great. Amazing. So, but another another character who's kind of cool is her paralegal and her best friend. Uh, nikki ramos who's played by ginger hysterical. gonzalez uh and she recently did an uh, interview with the hollywood reporter talking about the show and how she got the job and how much of her is actually involved in the character of nikki and apparently a lot of it because it was it was pitched to her as kind of like this girl who's very fashion very fashionable and she's kind of like well I have a sense of fashion that she kind of wanted to add to the part. And she worked with the costume coordinator and they actually worked out. So they paid her
0: <laughs> for her own clothes. Oh, uh, which, which is, is crazy. Pretty- Cause she says like, now I have no clothes at home. They're all yeah. at work. So like when she doesn't have this job, she has no wardrobe. Right. <laughs> which but- is one of the greatest side hustles of all time seriously it's a fantastic
1: side hustle but it's been like you could kind of see that i like when they allow the actor to bring more of themselves to the role especially um, a role like this because i like you read the comic i don't obviously there's a shock to everybody um is nikki in the comic
0: i don't think i think nikki is a uh uh newly created character okay all right well i'm enjoying her her fashion sense
1: yeah, and I mean, well, she's, she she definitely is like the best. She's very, very much a best friend. She's the one who, you know, Jen has her limitations and she's kind of pushing her to kind of be more than that. Jen doesn't want to be She-Hulk at first and then she's kind of like, no, she kind of gave her the name. Like, it's very, very, that part's been very cool, watching their interaction. She's been a fantastic part of the show. Uh, I've actually really enjoyed their interaction. It's one of the best things, I think, on the show. Uh, so... Guys, you want to check out the article. It's on. It's THR. Obviously, we posted on on the SO, All our S. O. G. Socials, but check it out over there. But it's very very interesting. And uh, you know, if you're not, if you are watching the show, let us know what you think. Uh, I know some of you have interacted in the Facebook group about it. Uh, so just let us know what you think because uh, we're kind of Pete loves it, and I'm kind of just
0: middle of the road on it now. It's, I I honestly think it's the best thing they've done with the Hulk since Incredible Hulk.
1: That's fair that's fair, fair.
0: <laughs> you know that's fair well just hulks in general like I, we all know how critical i've been of, of the way marvel's handled the hulk
1: yes i have too i've been critical of how morally handled the, handled the so.
0: i think it's their, i think it's their only f- real big fumble
1: right yep i don't know how much of that had to do with the whole rights
0: situation but it. it I, I think it did early on I, I believe they own the rights by now
1: yeah, or they're kind of not owned by anyone or I forget what it was. Or they reverted back, but they still it's some kind of weird thing. Um because if they do have the rights again, why aren't they developing another movie?
0: I think that I think that's gonna come out of this, if I'm not so. mistaken. If the rumors are true. It will. So. It's just it's I it, I think in my opinion it's just taking too long.
1: All right. So another film let's, let's switch. Let's kind of stay in Marvel, but let's switch to the Sony side of things for a minute. So we know Craven, the Hunter is coming out. Uh, it's coming out, I believe next year.
0: I feel like no one's talking about this movie at all.
1: Really has kind of been put on the back burner. Uh, but Alessandro Novola, who played um uh, Mickey Moltisanti on, in the many saints of Newark, mm-hmm. uh, he was. He also played an Orthodox Rabbi in Disobedience. If you've ever seen Disobedience, it's kind of a movie about Orthodox Judaism.
0: Um, I should check that out.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty heavy film. Uh, Rachel McAdams is in it as well. Okay, So you want to check that out. Uh, but he did another. They did an interview with him in THR, mostly about Amsterdam, which is David O. Russell's new movie that has Christian Bale and um Marco Robbie and John David Washington and
0: jeez that's star-studded.
1: Yeah, um Chris Rock, like all these fantastic actors are in this film. Uh so but he does talk a little bit about playing Craven, uh the hunter. And he got the job basically because he worked with the the actor the director before, sorry. And he still can't say much about it, which is what <laughs> which has got to be called running lie with these guys. Uh but he said that it, which was shocking to me it was all done on location
0: yeah whole movie. nothing no was green, done green screen no green screen at all it's all shot on location so i'm very curious to see you know craven in action right yeah yeah so it's cool he talks about his,
1: he's apparently really good friends with ethan hawk uh so it's, it's a cool little article cool little thing to look into but um craven is coming guys and yeah
0: It's just, it's interesting because like I said earlier, like no one's really talking about this, even on Twitter, this and Madam Web are kind of flying extremely under the which, which probably are really good for both movies. Except for us. (laughs) uh, Yeah. But I mean, flying under the radar is good because you're no one's, I don't think anyone's expecting anything from them, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, coming off of something like Morbius, I feel like Sony's got to be okay, here we go. You know, like, which just hit Netflix, by the way.
1: Yes, Morbius is on Netflix.
0: So I'm gonna finally watch it,
1: guys. So if you want to check it out, you can.
0: Again, nowhere Daly, near and Nico. It's not that bad.
1: It, yeah, it's nowhere near as bad as people made it seem. Like it really isn't. It's not that terrible a movie. Uh,
0: it's I not believe you great. enjoyed it more than Carnage.
1: It's just kind of. I liked it more than Carnage. Yes,
0: I'm not a big fan of Carnage. I like Venom. I don't like so. Carnage. Carnage. Is... There's like 30 to 40 minutes of that movie that they cut. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well just to really quickly double back on what Navola said about playing his character, because he doesn't say who he is, but we know there's a transformation that goes on. So it says, I only transform physically in the final moments of the movie. So it's just a classic villain role. And he's playing the bad
0: guy. I think he's chameleon. So
1: it would make sense if you talk about
0: transformation. Yes. Chameleon would be the, yeah, I think he's the place Cause know, I believe, but. I believe chameleon and Craven are like half brothers.
1: So, well, we're gonna we're gonna see, but I love this guy's work, by the way, everything I've ever seen him in I've I really thought he
0: was enjoyed. great in Newark. I loved Newark. I know so. you were kind of iffy on it. I thought Newark was fun um many scenes in Newark uh, I enjoyed seeing him there, so uh yeah, I'll see what he's got I, I should um uh, I, I think he can do I think he can pull off the chameleon
1: yep, we'll see i get like I said, I've seen him in other things. He's a very good actor in my opinion, so okay, Let's so I people- spoken. Yeah, so um, that's my opinion. That's just that's
0: all that matters. Understand so, me? Listen so to he, him. He kind of teased
1: Madam Web, and of course, we haven't talked about Madam Web in a while, so we, we were we were overdue.
0: Hello, beautiful. For,
1: <laughs> for Madam Web story, and Emma Roberts, who was cast a, in Madam Web again, another movie. We have
0: no idea <laughs> any of these roles are. It just it, Madam Web has just probably it's all Madam Webb is missing is Kristen Stewart. And it's got like the best female <laughs> actresses on the planet right now. All in one movie. Shout out to Nico. Well, I will say. It really is. Uh, it's a, it, it, you put Kristen Stewart in this movie and all of a sudden you're talking like Oscar well, bait.
1: Well, Cindy Sweetie's in it. So for Nico, that's just like, forget it.
0: <laughs> this is amazing. There's, there's no
1: one better. The Nico
0: Caruso, Spider All-Stars. There's nobody better than Cindy Sweetie. And, until Kristen stewart comes out with her next movie
1: <laughs> but all emma roberts really said is that she's going back to shoot a few more scenes and it's been really fun that's all we know guys but we, it was about a web story we had to bring it to you guys uh you can't wait for everyone to see it
0: it's a really cool film um so all of that is all the right just, bring it to me i want to see it. i'm like i'm excited you know madam web you know a superhero movie that's not connected to uh marvel is always interesting
1: i think it's going to be
0: though uh <laughs> it is i like don't if know keep,
1: if marvel's keeping spider-man if well here's the thing Spider-Man. i haven't seen
0: morbius yet so i don't know what that means so i, I might watch morbius tonight i might do some live tweeting of morbius maybe Yes, watch Morbius. Watch Morbius. watch Morbius. I haven't watched Morbius. It's Morbin You know what? You all. I have, the, no, no, no! Shut, shut your mouth. First of all, no. You know me. I don't do that shit. Oh, so you don't know about the league. No, I don't know.
1: Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I forgot. I won't say damn it, anyway.
0: Eric. What is your problem? Okay, this you is know me being... what? Like oh, this is... all the things I do for you, and the songs, and the memes, and this is how you repay me? spoiler city Kowalski? I didn't spoil it though. Yes, I <laughs> know.
1: I caught myself. That's what why did you I asked. Say? That's why I
0: asked. You're really going to stick up for this scumbag, Jim? You can watch Thor, Thor, too, Love and Thunder. I, I will watch that, and I'll probably be like miserable the whole time. It's on yeah. Disney+. Plus. Uh, no. I, I saw that. I, I can finally catch up on the bad movies I didn't want to watch. It wasn't bad. Was, it's got to be better than Ragnarok.
1: Bale's fantastic, so...
0: When is he not?
1: Yeah, he's fantastic.
0: Bale was fantastic in Shaft. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's as was jeffrey Wright and samuel jackson that was amazing
1: i mean i'll say this it's weird though i have a friend who loved ragnarok my friend john he's one of the guys i do the Knicks podcast with i he loved ragnarok so i told him when he when i saw thor, thor love and thunder i'm like you'll probably like it it's another taika film it's very similar similar beats whatever he tells me last night he hated it
0: so there what? you go oh love and thunder yeah he hated love and thunder Tyka Taika has a very interesting taste. That it, it's an acquired taste. Yes, you know. So there you go. So like that's what I guess I'm not really. Because Reno good at loves his, his his was it that Nazi rabbit movie he made? Oh yeah, rabbit. Yeah, jo- Jojo. Jojo rabbit. rabbit. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Something like that. Yeah, like Reno it's loves fantastic. that movie. It's a great movie. It is great film. But like he, he Reno's like CGI. No, no, boo boo. wee, wee. no. I'm not too <laughs> play with this shit. Russo brother fucking No, I know me Reno. Montreal, watch movies in French. Canadian, well, smoke you, cigarette, you, drink bourbon. You're
1: making him sound like a French caveman.
0: <laughs> I am Reno. I'm superior to you. Me, Reno. Me, <laughs> Reno, <laughs> your pathetic movie taste. You'll watch Blade Runner 2049 once. <laughs> I laugh at you. Oh <laughs> no, no. <laughs> me, Reno, Joker superior to all Batman villains. Oh, Jared boy. Leto. Ha, ha, ho, no, no.
1: You covered like a bunch of nationalities there.
0: Just he's gonna go and he's like, done. he's like, you're you're, you're, he's gonna come and he's like, you're French Canadian accent. It's hard. But you sound Russian.
1: It does. You sound I kind of sound Russian, Russian, French, cavemanish. You're watching too many Hasbula
0: videos. <laughs> Hasbula. Oh, oh I love that little man. He's we amazing. Know. We know. Somebody's jealous. I'm not jealous. You are.
1: Why'd I be jealous?
0: Hezbollah. Pete, you like the weirdest things in the
1: world, man. You're like you latch onto the liver king and Hezbollah. Liver King's not
0: just a thing, it's a lifestyle. I don't understand it, but it's you. And I accept well, I, it. I listen to the liver <laughs> the liver king is amazing because he's like the guy's like, I eat eight cheeseburgers. I'm like, Yeah, that's great. I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> There's You're no ones right. but it's like it's amazing. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, eight cheeseburgers.
1: Yeah, but he's kind of a fraud. Is he? He's a little
0: fraudulent. He didn't
1: get Pete. He, he's like, he, oh, he, that's how he got that big.
0: Um. Here's the thing. It's not like, I'm not like, I'm not doing like, when I, I mentioned this before, like I take like bits and pieces of like little liver Kings, like ideas. And I think they're, I think they're really good. Like one of them is go outside and it's like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. Like for 40 minutes. And because Matt Carpenter did it too, like I started doing the whole grounded thing. And it was like, I don't know if it's a placebo effect, but it felt like, I was like, oh, this feels good um there's certain things like i'm not eating raw liver but i'll take like liver, i'll do like the liver supplements and it's kind of like it has increased like my energy and stuff today was i was gonna sleep late regardless today i didn't get home from till like 4 30 like I had a long day at work last night so you know i sent the rundown <laughs> like
1: yes when i woke up i'm like wow he wasn't kidding he was really at work late
0: um so uh you know certain things are good and it's like it's good to change and then like i i pay more attention to this guy carnivore md Paul, there's like Paul Severino, something like that, and he's like, "Liver King might be more of a gimmick, but like, there's there's messages in there, you know, that you I think are good. You know, one of those, even well, just like, oh, the lift heavy stuff, I'm like that's interesting. I was like, I, said, I tried it and I put a bunch of wood in the wheelbarrow and run around the backyard a couple. Of times, <laughs> You know, sure, the neighbors think I'm an idiot, but we
1: did that. I used to have to do that for. See, we're coming full circle.
0: I used to do that kind of stuff for, to prep for football <laughs> when I yeah, played. I'm sure. I mean, I'm so, sure you're probably doing it more you know, rigorous than I was, but uh, th- there's definitely something. It's like anything else. It's like, I don't know. It's like finding the new, you, you filter out, you know, the bullshit from the truth. And, uh, you know, even an out, even an out like, like deadline will publish some dumb article that Henry Cavill will be at comic con and it's not true. So you, know, you're always filtering out the truth and the bullshit.
1: Oh, there's some news there, but I'm not going to share it here. Sorry guys.
0: Uh-oh. What well, do you got, I Scoop? A little,
1: I know a little something, something, possibly, but... Oh, really? I will... Uh, if oh. if things... We, you, wait, if, wait,
0: wait, did you hang out with Zaslav?
1: <laughs> no. No, he's from Brooklyn, but no, I haven't hung out with him. You know his but, grandfather?
0: Um, but what? You, your grandfathers went to high school together? No. I thought so. <laughs> I thought the, the Zaslav-Holzman connection was deep back in the 20s. No. Mm. I wish. Damn, I would big stickball companions.
1: I'd ask him for a job if he... I do. Are
0: you kidding me? I could work for them. Make me head of DC Films. Who would who would who would oppose that? Eric, you could not be head of DC Films. Why not? Because you you have you own like three comic books. So <laughs> you can't. So be what? Head of DC Films. I know the characters just because I don't read them doesn't mean I don't know them. <laughs> you go, and you I read. love and I love the characters. I understand that but you gotta, you got to do a little reading.
1: Why all the main stories have already been told? What do I need to? You guys hate when anyone veers off that path, anyway. That's so not I would, true. I just stayed
0: out that I line. I love Three Jokers. That went yeah. off its own path. I didn't like the night. You know, I don't like what Zdarsky's doing, guys. If you if you were in our chat, I think, I, chat, think you gotta, I think I do a little bit more homework. You know, like if were in I can't be the I can't be the GM of the Dolphins. Okay. I don't know football like that. Okay, I could probably be. I'd be more suited for like GM of the Padres
1: no but see if i became head of dc films i have a bunch of friends now who i could lean on for that stuff so i could just ask you guys so you're gonna I- get
0: the big fat paycheck while we come up with all the ideas
1: no i'll hire you as you're part the of executive. my executive. <laughs> you'll be part of my team I'll, i'll we'll have a team
0: I mean if you can talk to, I don't know if you guys, if you guys can get together and maybe you know, We're all this is see guys we're veering
1: I, off at the fantasy
0: land here. I just like, I Wouldn't you feel better if someone you knew was in charge of DC films and that I care about this stuff and I'm not going to freak out about stupid things? Well, it's, well here's the thing, opposite side of the spectrum, if it was Kowalski, I'd be nervous off my ass. <laughs> you know, and see? he reads he reads like everybody, you know. So it's like let me just say. That's Kowalski what I mean. Would, the, the Justice League would be they'd have like a satellite on Mars
1: wouldn't it be like i'd say would it be better maybe not just me but have someone like me sitting in that chair where i could say okay guys i want your opinion i think his name was kevin (laughs) (laughs) you guys could all kind of tell me what you think about a project and then i'll be the one that puts it together and makes the decision because i'm not going to be biased uh i don't
0: know
1: i think that's how it would work i would probably (sighs) and you guys could all get writing credits how about that writing
0: credits i have to be either join the writers guild
1: <laughs> all right guys we're clearly more union dude. The union how about everyone everyone listening list? to this show is that a thing if i how would you feel if i was made president of dc films let's just put that out there i'll put it we'll i'll make a twitter i'll put it on twitter I don't too know. Right? I don't
0: think we'll make a twitter sounds. we'll make a twitter uh <laughs> That's like asking oh, your friends, well. "Hey, can you set me up with what's? Can you set me up I'm with okay. your single friends?" And then they set you up with this ugly girl, and you're like, so "I can handle it.
1: I can handle it. I don't care.
0: I have broad shoulders. I don't care
1: if you don't think so. Tell me you don't. That's fine. I All just right? did. I don't see, <laughs> I, but I'm not mad. I'm not mad that you told
0: me that. It's fine. I I get your opinion. You make sense. I to be honest, I I have to think Haas would be the one.
1: Maybe he might. It's not a bad. call. He's Probably call. the most level-headed. That's not a bad call. I Probably could co sign that
0: Laura only reads Batman, so he yeah. would be he'd have to be like the Batman editor, yeah. I think um, Haas
1: probably has the most knowledge, yeah. So that would be a good choice. I can't have just dropped the ball. All right, let's wrap this thing up because now we're going down crazy town, uh-huh. and, and Pete's actually watching the Yankee game again. So
0: I've been watching this the whole time,
1: <laughs> all right. So, Pete, it's seven her, to one, it's tell great. everyone where they can find you and.
0: Talk to uh, you. you can follow me on social media. It's Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform, Bureau at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one, the podcast listening to you right now, Straight of Gotham at Straight underscore o underscore g on both Instagram and Twitter. Please follow our Facebook group and join our face. Uh, please follow our Facebook page and join our Facebook group. A lot of great discourse there. Follow podcast number two, the Italian Spider Man Coalition podcast. I co-host that with uh, Nicholas and Nico Caruso. Just a bunch of uh, wops talking about Spider Man. Good time there uh batmanonfilm.com uh, i've got uh comic book reviews you got toy reviews you got all kinds of things over there batman film youtube interviews uh stuff uh useland tower strong all that great stuff comic cons past uh check out at T-Mail oval on twitter as we we're just celebrating everything that involves batman wearing his cute little oval and uh i believe that covers everything champ it's up to you
1: as you guys know follow me on twitter at finally Thirty Three. 33, spell Finale 33. Uh, as Pete said, check us out on Facebook again, the group, the page. Uh, the group has been a little more active lately, and I like that. So get a, get your comp- if, if Definitely if you're in the group, definitely start talking with us. You guys can post things too. Uh, we have to approve them and it's set up that way because there have been times in the past where yes people have posted some pretty erroneous stuff and
0: (laughs) some guy from like Paramus (laughs) wants to challenge eric to
1: like a sprint (laughs) so so we need to review them first but definitely if there's a topic there and you're in the group definitely post up we'd love to um talk about this stuff with you guys over there uh check out my nick's podcast all nicked up you could interact with my twitter account there at all underscore nick underscore up uh, we will be having a season preview coming soon as training camp opens in a little bit, well, I think about a couple of weeks uh, with training camp opens, So we'll be talking about that stuff. I also have an all linked up page on Facebook as well. So if you're a fan of the New York Knicks, uh, go over there, uh, become part of the group and we can talk about all things, New York Knicks. I know that's fun for everyone, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I don't mean, think that's fun for Knicks fans. Yeah, it's not, but, uh, You know, it's going to be. I feel like this Donovan Mitchell thing. I feel like this is a. For the package that they that they got that Cleveland uh, that Utah got, it's good. That's a good package for him. The Knicks were never going to give him that. So
0: it's just funny how like Knicks fans like this is definitely going to happen, and like it didn't. I was like, you guys always do this to yourselves. Well, we only go. We can only go on what we're being told,
1: and that all the signs were that that that's what was going to happen. But I would, I'm not
0: sad. I don't about know. Them. I mean, him trolling fans and going to like Shea Stadium. Like, he's from you know. New York. I, I get that, but it's like, <laughs> it's, I don't he know he's trolling. Okay.
1: If you asked him, do you think he wants to go to Cleveland or he'd rather come here? Let's be real. No one, as you'll jo- keep Well, here, let's said, be real. The
0: last 20 years, what's been a better destination has been Cleveland. Yeah, when they had LeBron. <laughs> I, I just, but they didn't have LeBron, they've been just as bad. Yeah. So then, there, like it's in the past twenty years. Cleveland's won a championship when they had LeBron, and they've been to the finals. Do they have LeBron? But they've done it.
1: Okay, I'm not going there anymore. LeBron is for the Lakers. In the is playing for the Lakers now. You're right. All right, we're going. For the off last twenty years, would you rather be a Cavs fan or a Nick fan? I guess. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that makes sense. But I'm asking where the player would rather go. <clears throat> If you have all that money, would you rather spend your nights hanging out in Cleveland or New York? Let's be real. New York, yeah. Well, that's... So, Donovan Mitchell, 25-year-old man, billionaire. Where do you think he'd rather be? With probably the better organization. No, he'd rather be in New York. Uh,
0: Let's see what happens. That's why the three
1: teams he mentioned were the Knicks, the Nets, and Miami. (laughs) Those are his three teams he wanted to prefer... He preferred to be traded to
0: well then he's gotta wait till free agency
1: so all right guys that's gonna do it for this show pete you have anything else any parting comments
0: no i really hope the Yankees don't blow this lead (laughs) (laughs) me too i'm with
1: you on that one so for peter vera i'm eric holzman you're listening straight out of gotham and we will see you next time
0: booyah